5: you ready to check your feelings at the door
4: check it out check it
5: out this is am i reister or am i wrong we're bringing you facts and only the truth now am i reister
6: or am i wrong nfl coaches are out of jobs it is black monday but we're not going to call it that this is coach firing day because every day is a black monday for me Every Monday is a Black Monday. Um, There are the national championship is today. Chargers versus Raiders last night. I can't wait to see what the ratings were on that game. It was absolutely outrageous. And uh, should there be term limits, an actual contract for people in government for the promises that they make? I'm George Reister, he's Ralph Amsden, and this is Reister or Wrong, the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. All right, uh, we'll start. There have been multiple firings today, Ralph, in the NFL. We have had uh, Dave Gettleman, the, who announced his retirement f- as president and general manager of the New York Giants. You've had Matt Nagy fired over there in uh, Chicago. Ryan Pace, their general manager, got fired. You've had Minnesota Vikings fired, both Mike Zimmer and their general manager Rick Spielman. You've had, uh, yeah, those yeah, those, those are the coaches that are out so far, and yeah, so this, but and, oh, and Brian Flores. Brian Flores, head coach of the Miami Dolphins. That one, to me, made zero sense, Ralph. This man has won 19 games over the last two seasons, including eight of his last nine games. Are you kidding me? And he beat Bill Belichick twice. And the fact that this man gets fired is absolute insanity to me. And people wonder why black coaches uh, feel like they don't get a fair shake. How does this man get fired with a winning record? It's not like he has elite quarterback play. He had to have Tua rumors. I mean, uh, yeah, Tua for Deshaun Watson rumors hanging over Tua all season. And then he manages to bring this team up from the ashes. Come on, man. This is outrageous.
5: I agree with you. Um, It definitely feels like he had an incredibly short leash. I'm here in reasons and rumors come out about um just a general unlikability, inability to get along with people well i noticed like coaches that. and but, players like them yeah yeah so uh, <laughs> i don't know what to say here it's <laughs> it, it it's very odd it's i think the miami dolphins like to be uh seller dwellers I, I just think they do you and you can base it off of everything that they've done uh, since Dan Marino retired almost every single thing that they've done. It just feels head scratching. And so much of it comes down to the decisions that they make when it comes to the, the quarterback position, they've had to watch Ryan Tannehill have success in Tennessee. Not only last year when I felt that he was an MVP candidate, but this year, when the Tennessee Titans set a record for the most like players activated on a roster in a single season, didn't have a thousand yard receiver, didn't have a thousand yard rusher. Ryan Tannehill leads them to the playoffs. Again, they had to watch the, the maturation. one seed, the one seed, right. Right. They get a bye. The one thing that Ryan Tannehill and the Miami dolphins have in common is they are not playing this week Yep. for two very different reasons. But uh, so they've had to watch the maturation of Ryan Tannehill all the while uh, trying to develop Tua, who I, I believe is a good quarterback. I believe he's who you think Tyler Huntley is. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a guy that you can build around. And they they have had success on the defensive side of the ball. Um, they did not have the elevation that the Buffalo Bills did. The Buffalo Bills over the last three years, eleven and one inside their own. Well, down. one because of them has a one of them has a top
6: six seven quarterback who's an MVP candidate, and the other one has an average quarterback because Tua is a guy, like you said, you can build around him and you can win, but he's not special.
5: Right. They've used early picks on, on the offensive line. I feel like they've, they've built that defense up. They've, they've had some success. They, they look like they are on the right track. And then all of a sudden, uh, Brian Flores is one of those guys that gets cut loose. And and it seems like this happens um, every other year. Where there is a black head coach in the NFL that that doesn't get the opportunity to uh, sink or swim the same way that a lot of white head coaches do,
6: I can forgive this if he immediately gets another head coaching job. Like I can forgive this as far as the league goes if he immediately gets another head coaching job. Because remember, Adam, Adam Gase was terrible. Adam Gase was terrible. I mean, send send him up to Minnesota.
5: Minnesota. What, what? Yeah, but my issue is... So the Raiders. Fu-
6: oh, my God. You you put him on the Raiders?
5: Well, the Raiders might work. The Raiders might work because they're in a situation right now where they need a kick in the ass. They need some discipline. They've had multiple players arrested, multiple players kicked off the team. One of them sitting in uh, house arrest right now for getting somebody killed um, for, for driving drunk. I think they, they would actually crave... And welcome that discipline to help take them to the next level. But they they might end up hanging on to their uh, their interim coach if they which would which tennis. would not
6: be unreasonable.
5: Yeah, and and, I, and so, but my problem is when a franchise is put in a situation where they have to justify the move that they made, stuff is going to come out that is not flattering to Brian Flores and is going to hurt his ability to get another job. I don't think that the Miami Dolphins are going to take the classy route here and help him get on his way. You're already seeing stuff come out about how he can't get along with the GM. So what a GM supposed to come along and say like, Oh, I want to make my life harder and hire Brian Flores. Like I just, it, I don't see it happening, and that's what's really frustrating to me. Is unless Brian Flores goes back to the Nick Saban school of rehab or goes back and gets on, he doesn't? Staff how do end, you possibly need
6: rehab after you, 19 wins in two seasons? How is that possible that you need the Nick Saban rehab tour? That's that. Because, that's the part that's insanity, bro. You you have so many head coaches rehired immediately without a Nick Saban tour. I mean. It, it it's Adam Adam GaSe got immediately rehired and he's a saboteur. If somebody doesn't, so so Byron left. should get the Jaguars job or Jim Caldwell? Jim Caldwell should get a job somewhere. Brian Floyd, This this should be the most black head coaches ever hired in a in a coaching cycle. Because We're
5: two years off of Marvin Lewis being the runner up for the Dallas Cowboys job. He, he, was, the, he why, wasn't why the, the runner-up. He,
6: he, was he wasn't the runner-up. He was the only he was a shill of a of an interview. They weren't gonna hire him. He was gonna hire Mike McCarthy the entire time. That that's who he had his eye on.
5: That's who he was hiring. So do you think Marvin Lewis gets back into the in into at least the interview cycle? Of course, right b- b- that, b- b-
6: because of the Rooney rule. And now they have to bring in two minority can- candidates. So Mar- Marvin Lewis is going to get like 20 interviews.
5: Do you think that he deserves another shot? I yeah. do. I do. What, he went like 68 and 50 with the Bengals. He went to the playoffs five times with Andy Dalton as his quarterback.
6: Bro, no. But all all people remember, oh, the Bengals stink, they suck, blah, blah, blah. No, bro. He was winning. He won with he won with uh, Carson Palmer. Then came back and won. Did, did did they win enough playoff games? No, and he didn't but, have the resources.
5: That's why I thought the Cowboys should without have the resources
6: exactly
5: because the so, Cowboys would have given him absolutely everything that he needed to. Uh, to succeed. And it, it hurts to hear that that wasn't like a, I, I think that Jerry Jones is a, a clown just as much as the the next person, but the not even seriously entertaining the idea that somebody could continue to keep the Cincinnati Bengals relevant, having less resources than everybody else. What would happen if you gave them uh, the keys to the kingdom like that? And that's just it for me is that black head coaches aren't given the opportunity to crash the bends. Right, yeah, Like yeah. that's that that's dude, really what dude, it comes dude, down to. D-
6: d- d- if they had made the playoffs, they may have still fired him. Do you do you realize that? And, and the yeah, fact
5: that they're, you, they're really saying it comes down to personality conflicts.
6: This is an entertainment business. The Miami Dolphins fans are happy. Their players are happy. They're getting better. What more do you want? So so now because you don't like a guy. You're going to uh, fire him, and now you're going to reset, and now you're going to suck. So, the, the look, the Chicago Bears just got what the, they're getting what they deserve for firing a 10-6 and Lubby Smith. Tampa Bay had to tank after they fired Ra- Raheem Morris. This Miami Dolphins team headed for the cellar, headed for the cellar,
5: and they're going to get what they deserve until they make it right. And- Are the Chargers that much better without Anthony Lynn? Are they that nope. much better? Nope. Because you like to put that out there all the time, like the Stafford on. versus Goff thing. Let's talk about Anthony Lynn. Are okay. they that Hold much on. better? Be-
6: Before we get to them, right, let's talk about the fact that Joe Judge is still a an NFL head coach. With- Without a boss. Right? Didn't his boss just yes. retire, you said? Yes, yes, yes.
5: So why are They've we leaving them. stuff in the cabinet for the next person who's going to take that job?
6: Because, because the Maras like they, they like Joe Judge. They like what he stands for. They believe in him. They believe in the guy that did this in a game yesterday. It was third and nine. They were on their own four. And instead of running an offensive play, they did this. They lined up in a flying V formation and... And quarterback sneaked it on third and nine from their own four.
5: What was his reasoning for that?
6: Hey, I, I don't know, bro. Does it Bye. does it even matter?
5: Uh no, no. That's one of the worst play calls I've ever seen in my life. It feels like you uh, you you set down your uh, you're playing Madden. You set down your controller and your kid. Hi, Roman. By the way, here you in the background. <laughs> and your kid and your kid picks it up and runs a play while you're using the bathroom or something cuz that's that's really what this is. That's really what this is is someone just mashing the buttons. And anybody could do what Joe Judge did in that circumstances.
6: Yes, bro. It was it was criminal, dude. If you are a fan of that team that If you are a fan of that team then uh, of the of the Giants, bro, the, your frustration level has to be on max because Remember, he had just come out and said, this ain't no clown show. Everybody, I've got former players who keep calling me. They want to come back and be part of this organization. They're making more other places. And people went and researched, and it was like, hold up. All these dudes are playing for contenders, making more money, but they want to come back and play for you? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Nobody believes that, bro.
5: What is going on with the social ineptitude in in the NFL this year? Why can't why can't putting somebody through an extremely strenuous press conference be part of the interview process? Because some of the stuff that you've seen Matt Nagy say and do publicly, some the, the way that Mike Zimmer went out, like the way that they're going to remember him in Minnesota, just being a jerk for absolutely no reason, just being just being grouchy like he's a, a, a the, lion with a thorn in his toe. Because
6: <laughs> when, when you are – there's no way to to get that interview process done because the, the feeling by people, reporters, and all that stuff, when you first get hired, there is hope, there's optimism, there's all of that. And when you're on the way out, you are stressed, bro, because you're like, bro, my family has to move. Where am I going to work next? All my assistant coaches are gone. These are people I was tasked with taking care of. I didn't do a good enough job. We didn't do a good enough job. Like it's a lot of stress on the way out and coaches start behaving real funny because I talked to players across the league and I remember when it even happened to my team that that they were sitting there doing all the wrong things, dude. They 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 find a way to Uh, lose the uh, there is um, there's dysfunction going on. They 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 start making new weirdo rules. Like I remember Jack Del Rio when I was in uh, Jacksonville, we started to lose the uh, prior season. We were winning and I think we had gone to the playoffs. He put in new plugs in there. They had upgraded our lockers, all of this stuff. And then we lost back-to-back games. Oh, and then he put ping pong tables in the locker room. So we would go in there on breaks and play ping pong, all that stuff. We lose two games in a row. This dude snatches the ping pong tables out. And then we 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 lost three or four. He turned off the electricity to to the to the plugs. We can't charge our phones, can't play music, none of that. Oh, oh, wait, no, no, no. We uh, could play music because you have portable speakers still at that point, point in time. And then he banned the speakers in the locker room. What? How are players going to respond to that?
5: That sounds like desperate parenting. That doesn't sound like coaching at all.
6: Exactly, bro. Exactly. And and to make it even worse, he didn't even get fired. But it's just outrageous. To, that, like, these are some of the things that coaches do. They start implementing new rules. Do be consistent from the time you go in to the time you go out. Because as soon as you start doing doing stuff like that, players are like, "Mm hmm, I see, I I see what's coming." You're desperate, and when you get desperate, players are like, "Oh okay, oh he's he, he's de- desperate." Let me start doing what's best for me. Let me make sure I'm putting good film on the on the table for me. I'm going after that tackle. I'm going after that interception instead of playing that perfect coverage. Mm mm buddy.
5: So, who would you who give me give me five guys that you would like to see taken very very seriously uh, in in this hiring cycle? And and I I'm I am wondering, I am wondering, does that mean that they're despite the fact that Urban Meyer didn't work out for Jacksonville this year, and college head coaches rarely work out to be you know NFL Super Bowl contenders, does that mean that some of the premier college head coaching jobs are uh, up for grabs? Is is Jim Harbaugh somebody that we should be talking about is um, Ryan day. Somebody we should be talking. I know, I know there's another name that you want to say that I won't say out loud. (laughs)
6: Lincoln Riley. No, 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 but really no, no, but, but on a, but on a serious note. Okay. I want to see Leslie Frazier. Who is the, the Bills assistant coach and defensive coordinator? Him for absolute one. Like he is high on the list. But but behind Brian Flores, only because Brian Flores showed that he's a more than competent, that he's a good head coach.
5: A proven commodity, yeah.
6: Yeah. Tony Brown, the uh N- New England's Patriots White uh running backs coach, because all of their coaches get, get jobs, all their assistant coaches. You have um, T. Martin's a guy who I want to see him get a college job probably first. Um, there is Pep Hamilton. Pep Hamilton deserves a head coaching job. He, I can't d-
5: believe he hasn't had one yet.
6: Yes. Dude, look at what he did with with uh, Justin Herbert in San Diego last year. And look at what he's doing with Davis Mills with the Houston Texans right now. Are you kidding me? Dude, this is insanity. Absolute insanity. This man has not gotten a head coaching job. Lovey Smith deserves a head coaching job. I mean, if you look at uh, Deuce Staley, who's been a career assistant, nobody will give him another. Uh, uh, a Yes, he's the assistant head coach uh, at the Detroit Lions. Head coaching material. Um, Antoine Randall L. These are. Up and coming guys, and you know what is interesting? Who is a guy who flamed out in the NFL who's coming up in the coaching ranks? Um, Ronald Curry, that's kind of interesting, okay. and Ken, Ken Norton Jr. as well. He might be a little too rough around the edges for, for some people's liking, but oh well. But right, so is Dan Campbell.
5: I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna give you some other names, and you tell me uh, a legitimate consideration for an NFL head coaching job or not. Because you bring up Leslie Frazier, and I tell you what, as somebody who is a Josh Allen fan, I'd 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 rather the Bills lose him than Brian Dable. But is Brian Dable somebody that uh, yes that you think
6: yes Brian Dable should have had a job last year? They they actually had to change I'm glad the he rules. Didn't. They actually had to change the rules. Who's the officer coordinator for the Buffalo Bills? They actually had to change who is is white, so I just don't advocate for black coaches. uh, Brian Dable's been a career assistant, been doing a great job. And the only reason why I think he didn't get a job in the last hiring cycle is because the Buffalo Bills went too far in the playoffs and they couldn't interview him. But now they can interview the assistant coaches earlier, so hopefully him and Leslie Frazier both get out.
5: So what do you think that does for Eric B. Enemy?
6: Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Did you did you see what happened to um Chauncey Billups when, when he got hired for to Portland? Yes. You can you can believe that's why Eric B. Enemy has not gotten a job, I think.
5: Because of his time at University of Colorado. Uh completed. his
6: time at other places as coaches, things he said. He may have changed his beliefs on some things, but listen, people coming out and saying saying these things, I'm not going to say them because I'm not going to try to knock the man's head coaching opportunities, but people would go crazy trying to talk about all the, the things that he said in private meetings and stuff like that. It's It, it would be bad. and then the, And then the Colorado thing, even though that was like 30 years ago.
5: Right. Do you think the Bears take a swing at Ryan Day?
6: Yes, that's very bears like to do. But if I were the bears, I would not. I'm not hiring a college head coach like that. I'm bringing. I'm trying to hire Leslie Frazier, Brian Dable, uh, Flores. Flores would fit in great in Chicago. Great in Chicago, he would turn them into a winner, especially. But but if if I'm him, I'm probably going to be pretty careful. I'm like, I need a quarterback. Like, <laughs> like, you're not just gonna just sink me in another position, and that's the thing that is crazy because blackhead coaches have such a hard time getting jobs, right? But then you have to be choosy because imagine getting put in a situation like, oh boy, and um, uh, who who was that in Arizona two, three years ago, or oh, four years ago now?
5: Oh, Steve Wilkes.
6: Yes. Yes, where, where where you're put in a position where you're just destined to be fired. Adam C- um, Cully down in Houston. Dude, they give you a head coaching job just to know, dude, they Byron Scott you. Yeah. Where like you, where you get a job, but listen, you're just placeholding until the next, until the real guy gets the job.
5: And the NFL doesn't have, uh, they don't have and Alvin Gentry, like in the NBA, you could bring somebody in who's on the outside to take over as an interim head coach. If you want to make a move, interim head coaches in the NFL almost always come up from within the yes, from within because the you
6: have to have some continuity with the system because you can't just put in a new system in the middle of the season.
5: Right, right. And so that, that I think that you would you you might actually have some guys out there that would be willing to play an Alvin Gentry role like a Marvin Lewis to be able to step in every time you fire somebody midseason to help you just with some leadership finish, finish out the year. I, I think that Marvin Lewis is a guy who, who, you know, would swallow his pride to be in a position where he actually is uh, an, an NFL head coach in that way. But let's let's get back to this uh, Lincoln Riley thing. Cause you name dropped somebody who just shook up the college football world by leaving Norman, Oklahoma for Southern California. They just announced his fully assembled staff down there at USC. You really think that he would consider making the leap to the NFL. If one of these teams came calling,
6: why, why wouldn't I consider that? Why? I mean, they, just, he just left Lincoln. <laughs> I'm sorry. He left, just left Norman, Oklahoma. Lincoln Riley did. You think that there's loyalty there? You think that he won't leave to go coach the Raiders and not have to recruit and get the same contract they just gave? Um, uh, what's what was his name ten, 10 years hundred Gruden ten years hundred million dollars? You and you you think Mark Davis won't look there and look him straight? And I say I'll do it again. I didn't I didn't have to pay the rest rest of that money. I'll do it again. I promise you I will.
5: Speaking of the Raiders, there's one name we haven't brought up yet, and I don't want to get laughed at, but it's a unique situation in which he currently has a head coaching job without a contract buyout, and that's Chip Kelly. Would (laughs) not, you're already nodding your head. No, there's no chance.
6: There's not no chance. Because he did have some winning, winning seasons in Philly, but damn, bro,
5: dude, who, who, you, hey, who you is know, he going you know to bring in to be backup, his
6: defensive coordinator?
5: I don't know, but you know who the backup quarterback is in Oakland, right?
6: In Vegas, but yeah, Marcus Mariota. Oh yeah, my bad. But, but <laughs> Oakland. Mark's All on the last year his to, deal. He'll be somewhere else next year.
5: Even if, even if Chip Kelly's in there.
6: Yes, because they've been dude, looking for a way to somewhere. reunite. He will be Marcus Mariota will be somewhere where he can Ryan Tannehill, somebody else. He'll go to Washington. He'll go to New York. He'll go to Miami. He'll go some he'll go to somewhere where, where he can Ryan Tannehill, somebody else.
5: Well, uh, Seattle Seahawks might have an opening here. Cor- so- exactly. Exactly. Man, multiple openings. <laughs> exactly. So uh, yeah, the
6: I, I fully, Chip. Chip, I got nothing against Chip. I just, I just think he'll be hard pressed to get another NFL head coaching job. And honestly, it would send me through the roof. It, 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 it would. And I like Chip, but in terms of earning another opportunity because he was set up for failure in San Francisco. I will 100% agree with that. He was the Byron Scott of that situation. That roster was atrocious. One of the worst rosters ever assembled. And then he goes to UCLA. He's having sex success there now. I don't know if if, if he had gone to the natty, If he had gone to the playoffs, you know, won 10 games, a couple seasons, then you could understand that.
5: Does Chip Kelly have a job in two weeks?
6: Damn. Yes. Yes, because who do you get to replace him? Brian Flores? No, he ain't going to college, bro.
5: I hate, I always, I hate hearing that. I really hate hearing that. That once you've, once you've tested the waters of the NFL that you would never, no, 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 no. Some guys,
6: some guys do, they, they prefer college. I'm saying that there are certain guys who prefer the NFL because they don't have to recruit. Recruiting is completely changed. They don't have to deal with the transfer report every damn year. Like players are more locked in and you have more control because they're under contract.
5: Yeah, I just feel like in the existence of the portal and free agency, being in L.A. would be a heck of a job around in the L.A. area would be a heck of a job. Yes.
6: Yes. So there are going to be a lot of people who uh, who want that job. But I'm not surprised, though, that the on a side side that the Vikings fire Mike Mike Zimmer. I'm not. He did not make the playoffs this year. Their collection of talent is silly. They have all pros on both sides of the ball. Both sides of the ball and a and an analytics monster at quarterback. He's a decent quarterback, but but boy analytics, there's no more there's no quarterback that analytics love more than Kirk Cousins, only junior only senior to Jimmy Garoppolo. So,
5: yeah. Yeah, and so that what that what that should tell you is, so, it's somebody's fault. It's somebody's fault that they're not getting two more wins every year than than they have now. So you got, you got to put that somewhere. And yeah, that falls on that that falls on Mike Zimmer, and I I feel like it, Mike Zimmer had a run kind of like Ken Wisenhunt did with the Arizona Cardinals back in the day, where the two sides can part knowing that you probably maximize this, and it's time to see if somebody else
4: can elevate it.
6: Well, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, my God. Before, I totally forgot about last night. Oh, my God. How did my brain blow up? Chargers Raiders last oh, night.
5: The, so you pulled a Brandon
6: Staley? Oh, my God, bro. OK, so which was worse last night? Brandon Staley going forward on fourth and one in on his own, like 20 yard line or calling timeout, which then got the Raiders to go kick a field goal
5: the first one you're talking about happened in the first quarter, right?
6: First or second quarter.
5: Yeah. So much happened in that game that I think that early mistakes, even though I've seen a lot of people on social media saying that, like, no, it really came down to this. No, that, that one decision then changes the trajectory of every decision that's made for the rest of the game. Uh, the truth of the matter is the, the chargers put together one of the most improbable comebacks, um, I've ever seen, and they did it by converting six fourth downs, which is the most that has been converted in an NFL game in over three decades. And uh, in the end, and I've seen people arguing both sides, your guy, Josh Pat said that it, it makes complete sense in that situation to call a timeout, to get your best personnel package in. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it, but what it really comes down to is at the end of the game, trusting your galaxy brain over the one thing that is the world ender, and that's Dude, the. You clock. could
6: hear Derek Carr asking the defense through the TV screen. You guys aren't gonna call timeout, are you? He asked the defense that while he was under center. They were going to give up. They had given up like they were just gonna let the time run out.
5: Which they both should have, and I don't care. I don't care. And if you're a football guy, if you if you think that ties are kissing your sister, I don't care. Your job is to get your team to the playoffs. There was an inherent risk that you would not make the playoffs. An yes. inherent risk going into that overtime that you would not make the playoffs. Those two coaches should have been able in that moment to swallow their pride and say, let's both get in. Because yep. that's your job. I don't care if it was a home. You gave... You gave that home crowd in Las Vegas a, a show a show you gave. They got their money's worth. You know, you're going to the playoffs regardless. I was hoping the kick got blocked, dude. I, I was hoping the
6: kick got blocked and run back for a touchdown that I was because the idea that you would risk that is insanity to me. What do you think Bill Belichick would have done in that situation?
5: If Bill Belichick was on both sides of the ball, yeah. if Bill Belichick was coaching against Bill Belichick, that overtime doesn't happen. Nothing happens. Not overtime. Not a thing. If if it's Bill Belichick and any other coach, I don't I just think that what you saw was the inability of grown men uh to swallow their pride. A guaranteed playoff spot was sitting there, and all you had to do is humble yourself, look into the eyes of another man, and say, let's both go. That's yeah, it. See, see, and, here we, is, and you would have had talking heads talking about it while you prepared to go to the playoffs. Here,
6: here is what I would have done. I would have done what the Raiders did at the beginning of the playoff, uh, at the beginning of overtime. I would have just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. I will, Well, they uh, threw it first, and then they got – to close to midfield. Well, actually, no, no, no. They went down and they tried tried to score, which was the right thing to do. But don't be too aggressive, all of those things. And then when the Chargers come down and kick a field goal, at that point, all bets are off. All bets are off. And then once the Raiders got back to around the 50, I'm packing it in, homie. I'm packing it in. Like, like the, we tried. It's over. You know what I mean? And the dumbest thing
5: about it is you you have all these people that are like, well, the players just aren't wired that way. They're not wired that way. Yes, they would have been fine. across the NFL in week 18, starters were sitting because the only thing that matters is the playoffs. playoffs? Bro, I just it's an unprecedented situation to be there. But if you can guarantee that you're going to the playoffs, you guarantee that you're going to the playoffs. You do it because you can give your fans the experience of going to the playoffs. You can deliver for your owner the revenue of having gone to the playoffs. And like at the end of the day, nobody, 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 like no one that roots for you is going to be upset that you went to the playoffs. Would the city of Pittsburgh have been upset? Yes. Whatever. I'm, I'm married to a Steelers fan. I'm married into a Steelers family. I got a ton of friends that are Steelers fans. I respect the culture, I respect uh, the the two decades plus of of Ben Roethlisberger coming out of that two thousand three draft, um, in, in, incredible run. They are going to go out so sad next week. Oh, so oh sad God. next week in Kansas City. Nobody wants to see that.
6: Nope, nope. You would have much rather seen uh, wh- whatever the matchup would have been: Chargers, Raiders, whoever it would have would have been. Dude. If
5: if it, if it said like if you don't take the field, if you do not take the field, if neither team takes the field even for the game, you are guaranteed to go to the playoffs. What would the prudent thing to be in that situation? Ah,
6: uh, but you gotta play though. You gotta play. I I, I would have played it out B- because you because you have to play. But at the point in time where you get into that overtime situation, oh I'm, ah uh, we tried ah uh, it's cool. At, like I'm saying I would have played to win until we get to that point. At that point in overtime, once the Raiders got the got the got the ball back, I'm packing it in. Nothing, nothing. I'm taking no more risk. I've already exhausted the risk
5: factor. All right. So who got screwed the most yesterday? Would you say Saints, Chargers, Cardinals? How would the Cardinals have gotten got, gotten screwed? Um, they I think they, they screwed themselves. Yes. It's impossible to screw. Yes.
6: Themselves. Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say, I was about to say, how did they get screwed? The only people that screwed them was them. Um
2: yeah.
6: I would say the biggest team that got screwed yesterday was actually I was gonna say the Indianapolis Colts, but they screwed themselves.
5: They screwed themselves two, two and a half weeks ago, after they worked the Cardinals over, we were talking about the Colts being the one team you didn't want to play in the playoffs. We had the same attitude about the new England Patriots when they played that game in Buffalo, where they only ran the ball. They don't look right now. Now we got Patriots bills round three.
6: You love to see. I
5: don't know. I don't know how I feel about. It. I know that either team that wins that game is going to be either Nikhil Harry or or, or Josh Allen is going to get to the second round of playoffs, and I'm, I I root for both of those guys. So. Uh,
6: but you would rather it be Josh Allen because Nikhil Harry might be inactive in the in,
5: in those games. They need him for his run blocking. <laughs> I cannot wait for him to play somewhere else. By the way, but yeah, no, I I, I do think that uh, I do think that's a rough first round draw. I Would have much rather. Um, what what do you think of this now that we're two years into it of the two seed not getting to buy actually cool like it? it
6: I actually like yeah. it yeah yeah I like the better teams playing um the idea that yeah I don't i I don't mind i I hate it for other reasons for logistical reasons player health player safety all of those I hate it for for that but as far as just brand of foot football no you get better teams playing and I love it I love it
5: all right, so uh, a couple other things because uh, just hearkening back to some of the takes that you've had on this show over the course of the last year, um, Tyler Huntley. I see Ravens fans on social media begging for Greg Roman to get fired. I don't think that's a good idea, but I'm not as close to the situation as they are. Obviously, they had more injuries than anybody I've ever seen, and I- I'm throwing yeah. the Titans in I too, I have no comment on the Raiders
6: situation or Tyler, Tyler Huntley. I have been um... – after the way Tyler Huntley played in yesterday, when when he had a chance to validate everything that I said about the Ravens should move on from Lamar Jackson, trade him away, and and hire him? Nope.
5: Nope. Nope. So, so you're not going to throw Greg Roman under the bus just to make your take more accurate? Nope. I'm impressed. Uh, here we go with another another one of your... Uh, season-long takes, (laughs) how much does this game, home game, home game, home game (laughs) for the Rams uh, against the Cardinals, even though I don't think the Cardinals fans will travel the way the 49ers fans did, how much does this game matter to the way that you will view Matt Stafford, or does he need to do more than just beat the Cardinals?
6: He needs to do more than just beat the Cardinals, dude. Have you seen this roster? They traded away a second and third round pick for Von Miller. They traded away a first round pick to get you there in Matthew Stafford. They traded away two first round picks for Jalen Ramsey, which, which feels almost worth it at this point. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they've traded, they've mortgaged their future for you because you were the thing that's supposed to get them over the hump and you got Odell Beckham Jr. Like this is a star-studded cast. So if if they lose to the Cardinals, ho, 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 it's going to be some smoke in the internet city, buddy. Because I keep asking the question, how much better are they with Matthew Stafford than Jared Goff? Right. And yes, they are two wins better. They're two wins better. But In a game, in a season where they played one more game, two wins better in one more game. And now uh, they got to go win. They won a playoff game last year with Matthew Stafford after Wofford got got hurt. So what do you want me
5: to do? I got two more NFL questions for you. Okay, One, this is going to feel like I'm being a homer. I don't care. Uh, one of the most one one of the records that I love the most was Anquan Bolden's uh, rookie reception record. Uh, it got broken yep. yesterday by Jalen Waddle, and it happened in game eighteen. Doesn't count. Doesn't count.
6: 18.
5: So in in your mind, it doesn't count. Okay. No, 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 so, no, no, no,
6: no, no. It counts. It counts in a different way. They're they're both they're way. both records.
5: Okay. Yeah, I just uh it. It's that, like an OJ playing. rushing
6: for 2,000 yards in 14 games versus dudes doing it in 16 games. Right. It, it ain't the same.
5: Okay, so then on that track, knowing how beat up T.J. Watt was this year.
6: 21 and a half sacks, that's stupid.
5: Right, and and he was, didn't he miss time? He missed yes. time, right? Yes, Okay, so to me, that one, I feel like I validate that one more than, um, more than the Jalen Waddle one. Uh, what I think doesn't matter. I just was curious what you thought. No, no, I'm sorry. TJ
6: Watt finished with 22 and a half because he had one yesterday. He had 21 right. and a half coming into the game.
5: So then he's tied with Strahan for the record. Yeah. Which, which there's an asterisk on that Strahan one too. Yeah. If we're really getting uh. into the fact that Brett Farp gave him that. Yeah. Uh, and I, I love Michael Strahan, but I will never forget that one. Um, So then there's a third there's a third one that happened yesterday. There might be more, but these are the three that I was paying the most attention to. Tom Brady moved Tom Brady out of third place all time for most passing yards in a season. Now, he did it in 17 games. However, he did it 10 years after the last time he did it at 44 years old.
6: I don't care about that. It, it, it's it's the fact that he moved himself out of third place. So I don't I don't care. that's so then, that yeah. Would, there's
5: no offense to be taken. It's no. not like 34 year old Tom Brady is going to be mad at 44 year old Tom Brady. Um, did you see Tom Brady get Rob Gronkowski paid? Yesterday? Love to
6: see it. Love to see it. Love to see if it. If you're
5: Antonio Brown and you're watching that, what mental gymnastics do you do? to ma- to to prove to yourself. Dude, that I can't the imagine
6: the mental gym, gymnastics that a crazy person would uh, do because guess what? Had he been there, he'd have got his million bucks too in incentives.
5: Okay. Uh and my last question is, two of the biggest names in the NFL are returning for the for the playoffs. Uh you, King Henry whether, uh, Yes, King Henry, but they do have that the the week 1 bye. Uh and JJ Watt J.J. Watt returns um, to to the Arizona Cardinals. They were seven and zero with him, and four and six without him.
6: Is Cliff Kingsbury still the head coach? <laughs> he is. Okay. Well, then that's why they've lost on the back half of the season because that's what he does. So I do not expect Arizona to win a playoff game. Do not.
5: Okay. That's. I. That's... I.
6: I've, it feels like it would be more of an upset for them to win. Then would you agree with that?
5: Uh, Well, they are 8-1 and one on the road. This game is on the road, and they did beat the Rams on the road. So I, I wouldn't be surprised, but with the way that they've been playing at this point of the season, I think, I think there are a lot of people that would be.
6: Dude, if they beat the Rams, Sean McVay going to have some questions about Sean McVay. And if the Rams beat them, Cliff Kingsbury going to have some answers, buddy. He going to have to have some answers because he may be on the way out too because – he has one year left on his contract, and that might be it, homie. That could be it, B- because they're not gonna fire him. I don't think, but who who, who the hell knows? Um,
5: True. All right, that's it. That's all I got for NFL stuff. Right. I had a lot of stuff on my mind. I wanted to see you. Uh, you okay, weigh perfect.
6: In. All right, tonight we got the national championship game. Georgia I'm versus.
5: Yes, I'm, I'm nervous. N- I've never dude. bet you. I've never bet you real money before. Yeah, I'm hundred percent sure I'm gonna lose. I'm not because I got
6: Georgia. Georgia's a two and a half point favorite, and Alabama doesn't lose when they're underdogs like this. I mean, like to to go back because Alabama losing in the regular season that doesn't even faze me anymore because it it happens rarely, and it's like you know Texas A and M, Johnny Manziel. It was Texas A and M this year, just something weird. It's like an outlier or LSU where they had. One of the historically greatest teams of all time. Tua had been hurt. Like it, like it just got to be extreme circumstances. And then the yep. last time I remember Alabama actually losing a game that didn't feel like that they could have won was when Clemson whooped the shit out of them. Trevor Lawrence's freshman year, and they beat him by like thirty in the national championship game. That was that. That's like outrageous, right? And right. but it's gonna be. I mean, and, it, and it's typically taken historically great quarterback play to win. Like, a quarterback playing out of his mind to beat him. And he had to be an NFL guy, for the most part. But this year? Bro, Stetson Bennett, walk on? Dude, the only way that they win, I feel like, is if they changed to JT Daniels at halftime and then just flip the Alabama script on them. That's the only way.
5: Oh, man, how I feel like I
6: made a bet that I'm going to lose.
5: How frustrating would it be as a Pac-12 guy to be watching the second half of that game, watching Bryce Young play against JT Daniels?
6: I would blame USC that that would be all USC's fault.
5: That's both of those guys should have been there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of them was.
6: Yeah. Or or at least one of them them should still be there. One of right. well, one of no, they both actually committed. One actually showed up in JT Daniels, yeah. and, and then Bryce Young. Year, yeah, yeah. So, bro, I I don't, no. Nope.
5: Okay, so looking at this game, it, it's just more Southeast Conference uh, dominance, but not just Southeast Conference. The the southeastern United States. In general, because you have to throw a Florida State national championship in there, and you have to throw a Clemson national championship in there. Nah, I'm they're out in a here. whole,
6: they're in a whole nother conference. I'm not giving those Southeast nothing, bro. They are, they're, well, you don't,
5: whole, you don't, Clemson, South Carolina is a three hour drive from Athens, Georgia. It's not, I'm, I'm saying they're an ACC, this area team, of the country,
6: they, SEC does, doesn't even claim them dudes. They're like, oh, I'm just talking an, about,
5: I'm talking about the region geography. of the United States. Yeah. I'm talking about geography. I'm talking about geography because I mean, if it like, like, let's say that it, let's say that it was a, it was flipped and it was like USC seven out of the last 10 years. um, Cal got one. And then uh, San Diego state had two of them. And you're going to say like, no, San Diego state shouldn't count regionally because it's two different conferences. Like that's what we're talking about in the Southeastern United States is like all it's all bunched up together. Uh, and then I, I look at all these people who pointed out the fact that the FCS has a true playoff and like they still keep eight getting out of the, the last same 10 national champions in, exactly. in North exactly. Dakota State. Listen, right.
6: I so, would, I mean, but, but, but it that doesn't matter because we would rather watch it. We would rather watch the playoff than yeah
5: for, for entertainment, even if purposes. we get the same
6: champion, we would rather watch it and hope yeah. something different happens.
5: I, I agree. I do not. I, you're seeing people like start to long for the BCS, and it reminds me of like of oh those no. people.
6: Mm-mm. I'm <laughs> Death to the BCS. I will never under any circumstances want that piece of shit to come back.
5: How bad of a take is this? When I, <laughs> when I see people call for a return to the BCS, for a formula to pick us, our two best teams, I look at it the same way as when I see people on social media that are like, we should actually all have communism like I, I, I'm i like, do you guys not remember what happens every time a whole country <laughs> goes communist? Like, do we, do we not have like a historical record? Exactly, bro. Like, You might not like capitalism, but are you sure that that's that the communism way? Communism is the one that you want yeah, <laughs> to me, like B- BCS and communism are like, ah,
6: yes, yes. They, they are, they are similar. They are, they are similar. <laughs> cause, you, cause you, cause you let some stupid computers control the control the game instead of actual humans deciding, but we've also learned that humans are biased as well.
5: So, uh, without, without, uh, just to get it on record, final score prediction for tonight. Cause you can, you can make Alabama a 30, you made it me.
6: Alabama 30. Georgia 21. Actually, Georgia will for sure kick some field goals. So I'm going to go 20 to 20 to 31 Bama.
5: 31, 20 Alabama beats Georgia. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, I, I, I like it. I like your prediction. Although I will be actively rooting for Georgia the entire game. Uh, I want to see my guy Keeley Ringo get a get a national championship. You are uh, loyal
6: to the soil, bro. You are. I am,
5: and at the same time, I've always kind of liked Georgia. Um, going back to not that far, but going back to the Stafford, No. Moreno, Moreno, Leonard Pope, like all all those teams. Um, AJ Green really really enjoyed watching those teams and started paying attention to Georgia football uh, after that. And it'd be it'd just be nice to get a different to get a different champion. Um, See, that part of it
6: doesn't bother me at all. That part of it doesn't bother me. Oh, we need a new champion. That part does not even come into my brain, bro.
4: What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes
2: Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000.
1: Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the
2: iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: All right, uh, the last thing up, Ralph wants term limits for people in the government if they make promises. So so explain this to me. So do you think all... Because I do believe that there should be term limits because I think that de-incentivizes people from being career politicians and just consistently doing what is going to get them re-elected. And I think that you would have more people in there who will be like, F it. I, I don't need re, re-election because well I can't be re- re-elected so let me do what's right
5: right I I agree so we're I think we're, we're a democratic republic right we um, we're supposed to be majority rule uh, there are several 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 polls out there a lot of national data s- supporting the idea that Americans overwhelmingly like almost more than any other contentious issue, in the history of American politics want to see term limits placed on people in the house of representatives and in the Senate.
6: What do you think the chance of them voting for that are? That's because those that, are the people that, that have is, to vote to yeah. agree to it.
5: And that's super depressing. That's super depressing because they're supposed to be representing their constituency. Um, so like, I'll just give you a few States uh, that, that have been polled on this um, Georgia, Georgia, which is a purple state, right? They have two Democratic senators, but for for the most part uh, throughout history, they've been represented by uh, conservatives, even back when being a Democrat was the more conservative thing. 80% of people in Georgia support term limits. Another purple state in Colorado, which actually has a pretty decently cooperative government. 81% of people in Colorado support term limits. 77% of Florida... Florida, Idaho, which only has conservatives. And that's (laughs) it. 85% of people in Idaho, 85% of people in Louisiana, 75% of people in Maryland, 70 in Michigan, like Missouri, 82. There's all these states that are way up over three out of every four people want to see term limits placed on these people. And it's not happening. And we actually have a United States Senator who promised that he would put a term limit on himself. His name is Ron Johnson, and he represents Wisconsin. And I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but he pledged that he would not run for a third term. And what is Ron Johnson doing? He just announced that he's running for he's it. He's like, yo, this is a
6: good gig, baby. I keep this for a long, long time. I'm getting, I'm getting my pockets laced, making sure I'm doing the right thing by Wisconsin's. All right, bro. Hey, dude, if you knew that you needed to keep your job, your benefits, you didn't have to go out in the private sector, all of this stuff. and, and, and you, wouldn't, wouldn't you try to keep that job? And wouldn't you do whatever you needed to keep it? Now imagine, if I just believe in the goodness of people in general. I know that there are a lot of bad people, but I think that, the, that more people, if they knew that they were on the way out, because m- more, more people have a, well, fuck it, uh, on the way out when they know the job is going to be ending, than, than people do who are like, oh, man, I need this job to make my mortgage, man. I don't know what's next. I don't want the uncertainty. This is comfortable. You know what I mean? I don't want the change. Yeah.
5: Right. the In the United States, the age of retirement is supposed to be uh, 67, right? Keeps getting bumped up a little bit as life expectancy gets uh, more and more and more. I don't see myself stopping working at 67 years old. Uh, then again, I don't really do physically taxing work. Uh, but I, I mean, I could see myself working into my early 70s. But the idea that we have so many senators and congressmen like Nancy Pelosi is 81, George. Yep. She's 81 years old. And I don't mean to be ageist, but if there's an age of retirement for a reason, and if it's someone that's supposed to be hooked into the zeitgeist of what the American public wants, we've had people in charge of American politics for a very long time. Who
6: don't even understand social media, bro. Who don't understand.
5: (laughs) Think about how mad college football fans get when you hire somebody who doesn't have a Twitter account or can't run social media at all. They can't do what it takes to keep up with the times. These are the people that are actually making our laws, and they they have to have staff running their stuff. Even Ted Cruz is out here having his interns like porn on Christmas. He liked the porn. Know what they're Stop doing. it. He liked the <laughs> porn. But so, the, so this, the, it just brings me back to this. Ron Johnson says he's not going to run for a third term, he does it anyway. Assuming that these politicians are never, ever going to vote for the thing that. That The the overwhelming consensus of Americans Wants, which is term limits Assuming that they're never going to actually vote That into place, should we have a system In place that's sort of like A a self-destruct rule Where you as an individual uh, Politician, even in an attempt to Win, even in an attempt to win Your race, you say like, look I will surrender my power At the end of two terms, I promise You actually have to opt In to something that will disqualify You from running for that same office ever again to where it's not up to you much like the presidency. It's not up to the president, whether or not they're going to serve a third term because it's just not allowed. Can you opt into that being a law for yourself? And would they do it?
6: Hell no, they wouldn't do it, bro. Hell no. Like you would have to get that as a part of their election. That's the only way like you, it must already be voted upon. No way, bro. No way I, I, and honestly, this is sad and depressing to even talk about, because the idea of doing the right thing for the people that voted for you has become just so secondary and it's weak.
5: Now I don't want I don't I think I think uh, ageism is a bummer, and I, there's some of it in me. I'll be honest, when I see somebody out there like Joe Paterno who you couldn't felt like he could barely speak at the end of his you know, <laughs> uh, tenure at, at Penn state. Um, you know, I, I feel like it's because the I feel guilt like was
6: eating him inside. That, that's why Ugh. he was dead inside.
5: I just, should there be, I, I hate even asking this question, but should there be an age limit?
6: No, but there should be a competency test before you even get elected. Like, do you know enough of the rules of the government to, to hold this position? Like there should be an SAT test for, for politics. Like that you even understand the basics of like civics.
5: Okay. So you, are you joining the crowd of all these people that say like Joe Biden should take like a a mental acuity test of some kind? Him, everybody, every, every single
6: person who wants to get in government that there's a basic competency test for you to understand at least the branches of the government, how they work Things that you can do, things that you cannot do, just a basic competency test.
5: I, I genuinely, I have misgivings about whether somebody should be able to run for reelection if they're going to cross eighty years old during their term. Okay, I'm- because. Listen, Alabama Listen, listen Alabama I'm, I'm a, has an 87-year-old senator. I'm okay Iowa with that. Iowa has an 88-year-old senator. I'm okay. Mitch McConnell 1 month from now is going to turn 80 years no, old. No, no, no.
6: I'm saying I'm a great, I'm okay with you saying saying that. Like I'm not going to fight you on that. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Dude, I'd be so easy in government. It would be easy. Like because if, if you're married, you be like, "Ah, that ain't worth fighting fighting about." All right.
5: If you were running for United States Senate, if you were running for United States Senate, would you have the ability to forego the basic human desire to accrue and hold on to power by introducing legislation to get people on the record on whether or not they supported term limits?
6: Mm. <sighs> or are you um, like,
5: hey, I'm, I'm, I'm in the system now bro i
6: i would do the <laughs> right thing by the people who voted for me even if even if that is um even if that is the wrong thing for for me um yeah I, even if that's the wrong thing for me i am going to yeah do the right thing by the people um speaking of that on our on our way out Little piece of news in case you missed it today. Uh, Jackson Dart in the transfer portal, Caleb Williams going to USC. Uh, oh my gosh, yep, what? Yep, yep. All right, uh, peace out. Catch you guys next episode.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh.